Alex Ovechkin returns to D.C. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. In today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about Carl Hagelin. Yes, we know that he took a stick up high in practice and ultimately how he suffered a severe eye injury and how he is not able to return. And then you couple that with the fact that he also had hip issues and that there were no real offers for him. So he decided to hang up the skates. We'll talk about that a little bit later. We will talk about how Alex Ovechkin is back in the United States. Uh, We know that he spends a lion's share of his off season in Russia. He did some traveling, but he is back in the district. We'll talk about that. And then Ovechkin on being questioned on catching Wayne Gretzky. And that is where we will start today is Ovechkin catching Gretzky. Catching Gretzky. It's a question that Alex Ovechkin hears so many times that he says, listen, guys, I don't know how you want me to answer the question. He goes, I don't even know if it's going to happen at the end of the day. Um, just one of the, some of the things that we know, he's going to be turning 38 at the end of the month. And he is the Russian machine that never breaks, but has broken more than he has in years past. Uh, not to mention that there's different coaching, different players on the team. Ultimately, how is that going to happen? And will it happen? It is my assessment that yes, he will catch Wayne Gretzky at some point. Uh, He is projected at doing it the 24-25 season. Those are projections. Again, those can be incorrect. We know he has three years left on his deal, uh, so that is the amount of time that he should be able to get it done. And just taking a look at him historically, he has, uh, let's see here, 822 uh, career goals, 73 goals until he catches him. Uh, And like I said, the projection is the 24-25 season. And as we kind of roll back and take a look at all the players that he's passed in the process, Gordie Howe, Yamir Yager, Brett Hall, Marcel Dion, Phil Esposito, Mike Gartner, all of those, and if you're a longtime Caps fan, and if you're an everyday, you know I talk about it on the show, is that they kept talking about it, and it seems like, wow, he's really doing it. He passed Me- Mark Messier, he's passed Mike Gartner, Esposito, is it going to happen? And now he sits at number two all time. And I think the biggest thing for Alex Ovechkin is he doesn't want to think about it so much, because if you think about the goal that separated him between uh, being one under Gordie Howe and tying Gordie Howe, he was overthinking it a little bit, I think. And uh, to a certain extent, that's what happens. He says that at the end of the day, he cares more about the Capitals winning another cup while he is on the active roster. And uh, what is one of the things that we know about the Caps is they said they're not going to make any big changes until Alex Ovechkin hangs up the skates ostensibly three years from now. I guess he could always get an extension. But the reason for that is, is they want him to play uh, in a, a, you know, with stable players that can actually help him contribute uh, to, to reach his goal. I mean, of course, the Capitals organization wants to win more cups, but 
In that same breath, they also want uh, their captain to catch and pass Wayne Gretzky at some point. So like I said, 73 goals until he catches him. He currently sits uh, at 822. So taking a look at it during his 18-year career, Ovechkin has averaged 46 goals per season. Ovechkin must average 24 goals per season during his remaining three years under contract with Washington. If he has averaged 46 goals per season, I think that he should be able to score 24 goals a season in his sleep. Again, there are certain outliers, and I always like to talk about that in the show. Some people say it's negative. I just want to widen the lens and view everything. I know that he has scored or averaged 46 goals per season, uh, but also taking a look at the fact that what kind of play players are, are going to be playing around him. So that is a, an interesting question uh, that as long as he can stay on a team that is healthy, I think that it will definitely help him in his push for uh, catching Gretzky, of course. Uh, Russian rapper Basta, you'll have to excuse me if, if I'm not saying that right, if I'm not saying that right, says he understands the questioning, but it's tiring. The quotes are from sports.ru's transcription of the video interview and translation by Google Translate. I know that every time I give an interview, the question comes up, Ovechkin said of catching Gretzky, so what do they want to hear from me? I don't understand. Ovechkin, well, listen, I don't think it will happen. I have a three-year contract. The most important thing is to be healthy. Last year, I received several injuries such that I had to miss matches, but all the same, the individual task that was set to score 40 goals was completed. Ovechkin, 42 this year, of course. Every goal will be discussed. Ovechkin spoke uh, about this in this interview. So, I mean, that kind of speaks to Ovi's frustration about constantly being questioned about it. We don't want him to get so caught up in his head that he can't do what is the most important at the end of the day. He signed a contract with the Capitals organization to win games for this team. Any personal achievements are kind of just bonuses at the end of the day. Again, this is a bigger bonus than most of them, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, the Capitals are in the winning game business here. I can't predict how long it will take me to break Gretzky's record, Ovechkin said. In every interview I've given over the past two years, someone is sure to ask about the record of of course, I would like to do this. I once said that it's unrealistic. I still doubt that it's possible, but I will do my best to get close to that figure. Gretzky sincerely believes in me and expects this to happen. I think all the fans want it because it's history to be in a race that's worth a lot. Um, and it is, and that's why it is important to the fans. But again, I think it's very important to Ovechkin, of course, to catch Wayne Gretzky. It's just... Let's not bug him about it in every interview. And I think that to a certain extent, if you are a reporter, if you're a beat writer and you don't question him, then your boss is going to say, what are you doing? You questioned, you know, you were doing an interview with, with Ovechkin, who's number two all time in goals. And you didn't ask him about if he thinks he's going to pass Gretzky. So I think to a certain extent, there is an expectation that you're going to ask him about that because that is what is everyone's talking about. But I think that, you know, if, you know, reporters and beat writers were wise, they would respect his wishes and not constantly question him all the time about it because it is going to happen. I really do believe it. Uh, it's just that, you know, the fans are going to have to be patient. He's not going to do it this next season. We know that for sure. 
But uh, it is an interesting thing that people that got to constantly question about it. When do you think you're going to do it? When do you think you're going to do it? It kind of reminds me, and if you're any parents listening to this show out here, can we go now, Dad? Can we go now? Can we go now? If you kids don't stop it, we're not going anywhere. Have you ever heard something like that out of frustration? Maybe I've at times I've said that as a parent. But uh, kind of the same thing goes for uh, Alex Ovechkin. I'm going to do it. Just quit bugging me about it. How, what do you want me to say? Of course I want to do it, but I don't even know if it's going to happen. So I think that that is the answer. Uh, that Capitals fans need to stick to and just give the guy a break uh, at the end of the day. All right, so coming up here, we will talk about how Alex Ovechkin is back on U.S. soil. And if it wasn't against copyright rules, I would play the song, The Boys Are Back in Town. But we can't do that. But we will talk about Alex Ovechkin returning to the district straight ahead. My nutritional basis for the day literally couldn't be easier, which is why I trust AG1. I just mix one small scoop with water and drink it first thing each morning, done. I also like that it costs less than $3 a day. Pretty good if you ask me. It's a really effective daily habit with high-quality sourced ingredients. It's a win-win. Listen, people, it is difficult to always take your multivitamins, but health is of paramount importance. You don't need to skimp on this. This is why you need AG1. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from a supplement routine, then try AG1 and get a a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Check it out. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts. And on YouTube, training camp is right around the corner And I've got you guys covered, so make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals today. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about how Alex Ovechkin is back on U.S. soil in the district. Uh, We do know that he spends a lion's share of his time in Russia in the offseason, which he did this past season, relaxing, taking in some time with family, also did a little bit of traveling, but now he is all business Uh, He said that he is going to continue working out. He is also going to continue with workouts, team practices, that kind of thing. All the things that you would expect from the captain. And one of the things that we know and is kind of reassuring about Alex Ovechkin is he always takes tremendous care of himself. You know, you've seen in previous years where he has this chain around his waist and he's pulling a tire up a hill and a trainer's yelling at him, go, go, go. This guy puts in the effort to that is why he is going to be 38 here soon. And while he is still getting better as time goes along, usually you see players get worse as time goes along. There are certain players that are aging like fine wine. I would put Alex Ovechkin in that category. He continues to get better as time goes along, if you can believe it. And that is no doubt due in part to what he does in the offseason training, nutrition, all that. Even though I hear that he likes to eat spaghetti and drink Coca-Cola, I'm not going to hold it against him. He can do whatever he wants as long as he continues to score goals. So uh, it is good to have him back on U.S. soil in the district. Like I said, a true harbinger of the coming hockey season. You know, fall leaves, maybe the fall is coming. Alex Ovechkin back in D.C. That means the hockey season is right around the corner the Capitals uh, told R Sports he is making his way back overseas. He did it Saturday and provided an update on his health. He plans on attending informal skates and just working out and preparing for the upcoming season. 
you know, just doing what he does, continue to do what you've done in the in the past. You're you're doing pretty good. You've helped the Caps win a Stanley Cup, and you sit number two in all time in goals. Just keep doing what you're doing. Don't try to reinvent anything. Today, I'm back to the United States. As far as my health is concerned, so far, everything seems to be normal. He said, we will continue to work in Washington. He wants to help the Caps make it in the playoffs again. The Caps missed the postseason for the first time since 2014. So there is a fire in the in the Capitals players' bellies to, to impress, to, to prove that even though they are the second oldest team roster-wise in the NHL, they are still a viable commodity and that they are still contenders in an increasingly improving Metro division, a division that's got younger, uh, a division that has really bulked up as far as star players are concerned, that the Capitals, with the likes of Ovechkin and Wilson and Backstrom and Oshie, that they're still contenders playing against these young guys with the uh, additions that were made in the offseason of Max Pacioretty and Joel Edmondson, not to mention whatever players are going to come to the surface from the Hershey Bears. Ovi's here. He's ready to lead the charge, and his Caps fans Regardless of what all the talking heads say, you should be pumped up for this upcoming season because, like even Darcy Kemper said, we feel like we let the fans down. We don't want to do that again. And I think they're going to do their level best to do that. Of course, I want to go with the playoffs with my team. Feel the heat of the struggle and these emotions. And who plays the best under pressure, bar none, on the caps, in my estimation, is Alex Ovechkin. He loves the big stage. He loves the bright lights. And he likes to, to play when there is something to prove. Um, so that is what is exciting to talk about, to see him. I'm looking forward to seeing the video footage from camp uh, coming up here shortly, just to see how the team is gelling. You know, uh, there's a lot of excitement, a lot of newness uh, in the regard of Spencer Carberry and the coaching staff. This is not going to be Peter Laviolette's Capitals. This is going to be a different brand of Capitals hockey with some familiar faces on the ice. So it is reassuring. Ovi is 37 and entering his 19th season. Ovi's birthday is September 17th. He'll be 38 years old. The Caps officially kick off training camp on September 21st, and their regular season kicks off on October 13th against the Pittsburgh Penguins. That is must-see TV if we want to borrow a term from 90s NBC Thursday night television. So um, <laughs> that is what we're talking about. The upcoming season, Alex Ovechkin is here. Everyone should be excited. Caps fans, you should be excited about the fact that hockey is coming back, and it's going to be coming back sooner than later. Um, it was a long summer for the Capitals. Make no mistake about it. They missed the playoffs, like I said, for the first time in quite some time. So it's go it's good to be to see them back out on the ice here soon. I've heard about players that are back already. We've heard about Backstrom and and different players that are already here, kind of putting in their effort. Um, so I, th that's the excitement. The you know the exciting part is to see how this Caps team with Alex Ovechkin, with Spencer Carberry, at some point Patch Ready, Joel Edmondson, and whatever other things happen to get thrown the Capitals' way. The thing that I'm hoping for right now, being that we're talking about Ovi in this segment, is health. Health for the team to help this team accomplish its biggest goal, which is winning a Stanley Cup. I do think that the Capitals would have had a chance of making it to the playoffs last season if Carlson, Backstrom, and Wilson were in the entire season. I do. Those are three 
huge pieces. John Carlson, definitely the number one defenseman on the team. Tom Wilson, leadership, physical, goal scorer, Backstrom, an assist leader, uh, maybe not quite as good as he was years ago, but three huge pieces on this team that were absent. Um, and then certain players that stepped up, you know, Darcy Kemper, I think, was as advertised for the most part. He did get injured. It was at the month of December, but it's about the next man up and who stepped up was Charlie Lindgren. Uh, so that's what Alex Ovechkin, the captain of this team needs, is to lead this team in kind of uncharted waters to an extent because it is a new coach. It is a team that is another year older. Uh, Alex Ovechkin is, like I said, going to be turning 38 and there's a lot to prove. There is a lot of pride with the guys that put on the Caps jersey. And I think that they would, like I said, like Darcy Kemper said, he feels like he let the Caps fans down. And that's a tough feeling, especially the season ticket holders and whoever. They spend a lot of money on tickets uh, and he feels like he let him down. And not to diminish the people that watch it on television, I watch a majority of the Caps games on television. Uh, but, you know, it's all important. We sit down, it's appointment viewing for Capitals fans, you know, three or four nights a week, whatever the case may be, to watch your favorite team on the ice and you hope for a winning product. And historically, the Capitals have had that. And as long as I know that Alex Ovechkin is the captain of this team, and even after that, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Uh, Alex Ovechkin with the captain on this team steering the ship. I think they are headed in the right direction and let's go Caps. All right, so straight ahead, we will talk about Carl Hagelin and how he decided to hang up the skates. What ultimately was behind that? We'll talk about that coming up. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. In this next segment here, we are going to talk about Carl Hagelin, uh, just a steady Eddie on that fourth line for, for quite a few years for the Capitals, and uh, we will miss his smooth skating. Uh, we'll miss his, all his contributions to this team. He really solidified it uh, with Carl Hagelin, Hathaway and Dowd. It was a really great trio for quite some time, and now that band got broke up, so it is the face to come, but Carl Hagelin, a tip of the hat to a great career a real warrior, a guy that maintained a, a positive attitude uh, throughout the entire process. I can tell you that, you know, if I lost vision or darn near lost vision in one of my eyes, I don't know if I'm going to have a real optimistic attitude, but he did that. And, you know, a kudos goes to, out to him for just that. But it wasn't only that. Um, that is a huge setback. He was saying that he his pupil dilating and he had a hard time with depth perception. Those are all things that are important in everyday life, not to mention playing on a fast moving hockey team, the NHL, um, that you need all your faculties about you. If you're going to uh, stay alive for one, but to be productive, number two. So uh, again, it is a, a sad story. And I guess I have my own opinions on it that I think that there has just been so many face injuries, so many broken noses and screwed up eyes and mouths and whatever the case and I know I'm probably going to hear some flack because, you know, I, I am not, a, I don't play in a beer league hockey team. And some people are going to say, you don't know, you don't play hockey. I'm just saying from a health perspective and watching this team for a lot of years is that they should have them wear something that's more protective on front. If it's the same thing that they have them wear at the college level, then so be it. I mean, if you think about it, there is a pretty good possibility that Hagelin, just for example, not to mention probably hundreds of other players whose careers were uh, cut short based on the fact of suffering major face injuries. You know, just think about it. And it's an evolution of a thought process over time 
you know, when I, well, you know, years ago, it was man, it was a well, optional rather if they wore the clear shield over in front of them, and then that it was mandatory. And I remember there was a lot of kickback on that. But I mean, if you really want to rewind time, the earliest days of the NHL, they didn't even have to wear helmets. It just seems like the right. Uh, it seems like the right steps to take, the right evolution for them to, at some point, at least throw around the idea of wearing a full front shield on it. I know it's not aesthetically pleasing to look at a hockey player and look at a chain link fence on the front of his face. I get all that, but it's about health at the end of the day. And, you know, you wouldn't have a football player play out there without a full front shield on. You got high speed pucks moving. Um, so anyway, in Carl's case, that may have saved his career, but as far as Carl Hagelin's career is uh, going out here, uh, just a really great player. He announced his retirement after 11 seasons. He's 35 years old. He suffered that eye injury at the end of practice on the first day of March in 2022 as the uh, reasoning for hanging up the skates. It's been an amazing ride, but it ends here. Unfortunately, my eye injury is too severe to keep me playing the game I love. I'm extremely grateful for all the memories hockey has given me, and I've loved every single day of it. I'm going to miss going to battle with my teammates on a daily basis. I'm going to miss the ups and downs of a season. Nothing excites me more than stepping on the ice in front of 20,000 passionate fans. So that is exciting for him, stepping out on the ice and competing with uh, teammates that he has developed you know, friendships with and bonds with over the years and helping this team do great things. Not to mention... Uh, the many uh, contributions that he made for his previous team, the Pittsburgh Penguins. So just taking a look at the many contributions, NHL, not just the Capitals, but he did help the team. Hagelin played for five uh, teams during his 713-game career. Hagelin got hurt during what head coach Peter Laviolette called a pretty intense drill battle uh, as an errant stick, excuse me, errant stick caught him up high. A pretty intense battle drill. Uh, a lot of people have asked me online, do you know who it was that hit him up high? I don't know the answer to that. And I, I'm sure that the person who did that feels absolutely horrible about it. Uh, right when it happened, it sounded like it might have uh, to almost get in and remove the eye, Hagelin said. The first week or so, it was definitely a frustrating week. It was tough, but the things have obviously gotten much better since then. Now I can see a little bit with my eye. Uh, I'm in a better spot now than I was then. But, it, you know, just to add, you know, injury upon injury or insult to injury, uh, like I said, he had that hip resurfacing procedure that was done um, and, you know, kind of similar to what Nick Backstrom had done. So it was just kind of a one-two punch. There's scar tissue. He continued, there's a lot of details that I'm not going to share everything. Basically, there's scar tissue and there's damage to the eye that will affect my vision. It's not going to get 100%. Uh, he says, we'll see where it ends up. The damage required multiple surgeries to repair. My pupil is never dilating because it's stuck. He added this past April because they had to restitch the pupil. On a scale of 1 to 10, that sounds like the most painful I could possibly think of. It appeared that he was on the road to recovery but suffered multiple health setbacks, including going under the knife with hip issues. He is two times a Stanley Cup Winner. So hat, you know, a tip of the hat to a guy that, uh, you know, played the game the right way, uh, a high skill player that came here, really helped the Capitals team out a lot. And uh, we will miss his many contributions to this team. That is what I know for sure. But, you know, with that is the, you know, the opening of a potential for someone else. I think that Beck Malenstein in particular could slot well in on that position on the fourth line. 
Um, but I think it's going to be a battle out there with a lot of players that are down in Hershey that showed they're ready for a promotion based on the fact that they helped the team win a Calder Cup. Um, so it is tough, but again, it's a tough break for uh, Carl Hagelin, who spent a lot of time in the NHL. Uh, but again, we wish him nothing but the best going forward. A tough break for a guy, uh, like I said, that's just a really great hockey player, and we wish him nothing but uh, success in whatever his uh, future endeavors are. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. The national season is still in progress. Head on over to Locked On Nationals. There is also Locked On Commanders. Yes, the NFL season is coming real soon. Not to mention that Locked On Wizards, the NBA season, is right around the corner as well. So no matter what major DC sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.